1: Don't you worry don't worry don't, worry. don't cry And God, Ooh. and He'll be.
2: to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman or man. When choosing a spouse, it is so important that one considers seriously the character of this person, giving all the evidence about the character of this person and all the counsel available. One shall then ask, will I be content and happy living with them for the rest of my life? Often people marry in a bit to escape loneliness, loneliness. Then they wish to divorce to escape their marriage. It is so essential that prior to marriage, a person seeks wisdom and counsel in regard to their choice of partner. A course of premarital counseling will not go amiss for, as I once read. Some wish they could marry, while others wish they weren't married. Don't get me wrong. Marriage can be a great life adventure of ups and downs and of mutual growth and love. Marriage is about much more than escaping loneliness. It is about companionship and compatibility. But marrying in haste to escape loneliness while misjudging the character of the individual will prove to be disastrous. Thus, the proverb portrays being alone, peaceful and contented, as more desirable than being in a relationship where there is no contentment or peace. God richly bless you.
0: Listener, you are welcome to the program, Family Affairs. Relax as we present to you the topic,
2: love. Love Chapter, Chapter 2 with Counselor Donko. Pastor Counselor I.K. Donko, warm, warm welcome back.
3: Thank you very much. And
2: last week, we touched on love is patient, love mm. is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud. Mm -hmm. anything on that then we proceed to the fifth verse that talks about some attributes of unconditional love
3: right let me again send greetings to my listeners who are out there because for without them this program will have been a fiasco um i want you to also pardon me i'm not too well this morning but uh i pray that the god will give me strength to do justice to this topic um we started discussing the uh, love being described or explained by Paul in First Corinthians chapter 13. And we said last week that this kind of love is not based on your feelings. In fact, I ended up saying it is the very love that we call agape. And it is the love of choice and commitment. Choosing to love another person not basing it on any feeling or what have you right so um with this it means that whatever your feelings may be whether they are negative toward the other person or not you have no option but to choose to love that person just as the bible has cautioned or instructed us to do and that is exactly what we're looking at and uh, interestingly you know um paul based his argument in a very strategic way these verses are grouped in a certain strategic way and i think uh it will be very important we 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 know them all those attributes or characteristics are verbs sometimes some are portrayed to be you know uh, adjectives but no matter what the original greek all of them are verbs okay now and um, he, be- he began by describing positively what love is. And we look at them, two of them. That is the first two uh, characteristics he talked about. And he said that love is kind. And, uh, and love is uh, the very first thing, love is patient and love is kind. These are the two things that he talked about. He began with that positive. And then the second one, he gives a series of seven verbs which describes negatively what love is not. right (laughs) what love is not um that is where we are now but if we want to look at the categories we will be looking at the third category uh who gives or a contrasting statement to describing what love is he will see that love is this and not that so that is the third category okay and then when you leave the last category you come to uh, that category you come to the fourth one which is the final one where he described four things that love always does right now as we speak we are on the second part we have crossed the positive one and has got into the third one Uh, you asked that i just give a quick um, reaction to what we talked about last uh, week long suffering is patient so we talked about it last week and we're saying that these are attributes of god right and whoever Uh, professes to be a christian must automatically possess this attribute or uh, qualities so it's a choice which must be inculcated into ourselves so failure of this love means that we are short of some qualities as far as christianity is concerned patience god himself is love he's patient right the bible says especially in second peter chapter 3 verse 9 that the Lord is not slow or slack in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness or slackness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish. But the reason why God hasn't come or you, you are still alive is that God doesn't want anyone to perish. In spite of all that we're doing negatively, God still makes sure that we will all come to repentance. That is the long-suffering attribute of God. And God expects that we all, Will have shame we also look at kindness in fact and um, god doesn't need anything that you go to show him kindness so for god to tell us to be kind means that um we should show kindness to some of his other children okay in other words we should do this kind act to our neighbors and people around us so as you do that to our neighbors you do that to god as well and that is the meaning of being kindness and that, you cannot run away from it. We went to the negative aspect, which began uh, with verse 4b, right, to 5 thereabout. And we were trying to look at um, what love is not. What love is not. Now, they are also grouped in categories. The first category has to do with envy, uh, boast, and then proud, right? And I, we dealt with some... Uh, aspect of them here yeah, last week and we're saying that envious uh, is a character which um, tell everyone that the person who possesses it don't have love okay so to envy here means that to really have strong feeling or desire for what someone has that you don't have that is enviness to have a desire strong one for what someone else have and you don't have the opposite is the boasting the boasting is having the desire for people to know what you have and that they don't have and that is the boasting here and both of them are negative if you possess this character it means that the agape love is not in you at the end of the day when you put these two together they will give birth to what we call pride if you put them together they give up to what we call pride. You know, I said earlier on that these are general uh, explanations to day-to-day life and activities. But they are applicable to our marital relationship as well. And last week, we try to also, you know, narrow it down to relationship. And just as it is, um, described here, if you... There are people, someone was telling me after last week that uh, discussion that how can a a wife or husband envy the partner? I say, wow, you've not seen it? It is happening everywhere. Uh, People think that it is not possible for a wife to envy the husband or husband to envy the wife. In fact, under normal circumstances, that is what it's supposed to be. But if you go out there, you will see that it's happening all the time. Why is it happening? Because people have neglected the very principle that brings the man and the woman together. When Bible says that you are one and not two, we still want to refuse. And if you refuse that the two are or shall be one, you continue to have separate life, even right in your marital home, and this heaviness could crop in. Under no circumstance should this happen In marital relationship. If it should happen, it means that you can never demonstrate any love out there. If your wife who sleeps by you, you can envy her, it means that you can envy any other person. And that is how serious it is. You just
0: listened to a discussion of the topic love. A continuation will be brought to you later. Or contribution, you can contact us on Plus 233 208704532 or 233-244235017 or email us at radio at V V U Edu or through the postal address. Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. He
4: will be raised up, lifted up, highly exalted. Raised up, lifted up, highly exalted. Raised up, lifted up, highly exalted. Jesus, Jesus, my Lord. He will be raised up, lifted up, highly exalted. Raised up, lifted up. Highly exalted Raised up, lifted up Highly exalted Jesus, Jesus my Lord We're raised in the Father The we creator of the We're lifting the Father With our soul and our you. mind Exalted in the Father All the glory you. earth. is We're praising the Father. Father With
1: our lives we will serve
4: He will be raised up Lifted up highly exalted raised up lifted up highly exalted raised up lifted up highly exalted jesus jesus my lord
1: we're raising the savior Savior. our Messiah and king we're lifting the savior and his praise that we sing it's the
4: savior Savior. to his throne upon high we're praising the Savior. savior Till we meet, meet him in the, the sky, sky, he will be raised up, lifted up, highly exalted, raised up, lifted up, highly exalted, raised up, lifted up, highly exalted, Jesus, Jesus my Lord. We're raising the spirit, we're lifting by lifting the spirit. Holy, tender, and kind, exalted in the, the spirit.
1: spirit. As you will enjoy the race in the spirit Jesus and with them, he will be right calling now. for you and for me calling for you
4: and see
2: on the portal he's waiting. Coming up next watching. is the moment of truth. Hmm.
5: Watching for Hello, my wonderful listener. You are welcome once again to Moment of Truth, the Discover segment, a moment in which we discover very important biblical truths that we apply for our lives. We have been looking at a very important question Does my life really matter to God? And in attempting to answer this important question, we have been Going through this series, we started by saying God created a perfect world. He used six days to create our world and rested on the seventh day. He created man in a special way in his image. But evil came into our world through the decisions that men took. And there it was Satan, the devil, who deceived man to take that decision which he took. And so sin affected man and it affected all of creation animals the grasses the soil everything there was jealousy animosity greed and human misery all these multiplied and the most terrible consequence of sin was death today we want to discover who this devil who infected our world with sin is. And ask the question, did God create the devil? Since we said God created everything. John chapter 8 verse 44 answers the question, who is this devil who infected our world with sin? The book of John in the Gospels in the New Testament, chapter 8 verse 44 John chapter 8 verse 44 reads, He was a murderer from the beginning. So who is this devil? This devil was a murderer from the beginning. There is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. He speaks of his own. Because he is a liar and the father of lies. So who is this devil? This devil was a murderer from the beginning. He speaks lies. He is a liar and the father of lies. John chapter 8, verse 44. These are the words of Jesus Christ. And according to Jesus, the devil is the originator of sin in the universe. He is the father, as it were, of sin. And thus, he is the father of murder. He is also the father of lying. Because remember, he was able to deceive our first parents by lying to them. Thomas Carlyle, the great English philosopher, once took Ralph Waldo Emerson through some of the West streets of London's East End. As they walked along silently, observing the wretchedness and evil around them, Carlyle finally asked, "Do you believe in the devil now?" Why did he ask the question? He asked the question because the devil is the one who is noted to have caused the wretchedness and evil around them. And so that was a big question he asked. Do you believe in the devil now? Yes, of course, the devil does exist. But the question comes again. Did God create a devil? Did God create the devil? And the big answer is no. God did not create the devil. A good God cannot create a devil. Yet the Bible states that the devil along with the angels he had deceived lost their place in heaven and came to our world. And so God did not create a devil. He created something different. This is what we read of in Revelation chapter 12 verse 7 to 9. How did our, this devil come to our world? Revelation chapter 12, Revelation the last book in the Bible chapter 12 verses 7 to 9. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against a dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was held down. That ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was held to the earth and his angels with him. So that was how he came. But how did the devil get into heaven in the first place? Ezekiel chapter 28, verses 14 and 15, tells us that you were anointed. In fact, these words are to the devil. You were anointed a garden cherub. A garden cherub means an angel. For so I ordained you. You were on the holy mount of God, you were blameless. In your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. And so this devil we are talking about was found in heaven. And there was war in heaven and this war in heaven brought him down. And so he and his angels lost their place in heaven. God did not create the devil. He created Lucifer, a perfect angel. Maybe we'll be talking about Lucifer the next time we continue with this series. He created Lucifer, who was a perfect angel, the guardian cherub, blameless in his ways, until iniquity was found in him, wickedness was found in him. Lucifer was one of heaven's leading angels, standing next to God's throne. But then, this Lucifer we are talking about, sinned, wickedness was found in him. And so he was expelled from heaven. Once he was expelled from heaven and posing as Adam and Eve's friend, he became the deadliest enemy of all humanity. When he was expelled from heaven, he went to Adam and Eve in the form of the serpent and went as a friend. He went to tell them good news that by eating the fruit, they will be wise as God, not knowing he was rather the enemy. We'll be talking about how and why Lucifer, this perfect angel, became a sinner, how he came to sin the next time we continue with the series. But until then, you've been listening to Pastor Josiah Ando, AWR Ghana. God bless you. Come home.
4: Come home. you, 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 you.
0: Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two 208 704 or Plus 233 030 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh, or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, PO Box AF 595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
4: A-W-R,
1: Ghana.
0: I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.